WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin, and I am joined with the two most wonderful men next to my husband in the world, David McGinnis, President and CEO of PR Web, and Mick Jolly, Director of PR Web. Hey, guys. How are you, Brandy? Hey, Brandy. <laughs> okay. How are you? Good. It's good to be back from the dead. Yeah. You know, miss you. <laughs> Miss you so much, and you sort well, of become, you know, like a, a joke between Mick and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's good sort to be back. Is, you know what, Mick? Are we glad to have him back? We are. You know, it was kind of like, uh, you remember Remington Steele, where the, uh, you know, was Remington really a fictional character, or was he for real? And he's for real. We just finally got him back here. <laughs> Except no one really calls him David in real life. He's all known as John. We just picked him up off the street and said, could you please play the character of David McGinnis on today's cover story? <laughs> there you go. Well, he showed up today in, in character. <laughs> so great. So um, anyway, you guys are actually in the same time zone as me. Yes, that's, uh, that's an unusual thing. We're usually uh, three hours behind you. Which is, which is really great. I kind of confused myself last evening. Um, when I called you guys, I was like, oh, they're on the East Coast. This is so great. And I think I called David at like 10 o'clock at night last night. So mm-hmm. and anyway, you guys have some really wonderful things going on. Tell us what you're doing up in New York. Well, there's a fantastic uh, conference up here called Syndicate Conference, and it's uh, sponsored by IDG, and that's International Data Group. And for folks that may not be familiar with them, they're behind uh, like, you know, Macworld and and Linux world, and, and just a, a whole bevy of of uh, computer and technology-based uh, operations, as well as magazines in, in the traditional publishing market. And they're now looking, uh, obviously, very heavy at uh, online syndication as, as, as a very important media outlet. Okay, now what does online syndication mean? Uh, taking your content and being able to distribute it and, and basically have it uh, be viewed by a very vast audience that's it's, it's an online version of what's been done with uh, traditional television and radio networks and, and uh, print publishing for years. You know, you, you create the content, and then you, and then you want to get it out to as wide of an audience as you possibly can. And, you know, whether it be the paper route <laughs> in, the, in the very uh, basic sense or broadcasting, now we're really talking about a version of broadcasting only via the Internet using... On, like- online, online syndication is re- really boils down to make, once you have a piece of content, Make that content available to to your content consumer in the manner that they want it, when they want it, and how they want it. So you don't want to restrict them necessarily to to pull the to um, have to pull the web to the data from your website. You know, okay. if they want it on if they want it on their on their PDA, if they want it on their watch, if they want it on their iPod, if if they want it, you know, on their screensaver, it's making the content available to them to them in a manner that's most convenient for them or that, that they're going to get the most use out of it. 
And that's the wonderful yeah. thing is it can be customized much more with technology than it ever could in the past. And so, and so there's, there's really, you know, unique people are doing very unique things with it. There's um, talk about, you know, doing package tracking for like UPS or FedEx, for example. And so you can have an RSS feed of all your, your packages that you've shipped or, or items that you've purchased, and, and it'll give you up-to-the-minute status on your R, to an RSS feed. That in you, and the RSS feed is a portable feed format, which you can you can pull into your iPod, through your PDA, through your so you know, wireless totally cell phone portable. or whatever, and you can use that content how you want it, when you want it. Interesting. So in a way, this is sort of an interesting different look at things. You can use it like what Mick was saying, sort of in the traditional media sense, but then you can also go and apply it strategically to, let's say, um, every company's customer base. Absolutely. You can create a dialogue using RSS with your, with your customer base back and forth in some instances. You know, Brandy, RSS technology, you know, and, and actually it's just a, a markup language, but the, te- the technology of the markup language has been around for eight, eight years. And just now, you know, the blogging came on a few years back, and, and uh, with that, you know, RSS began to gain some momentum. And um, just now, you know, are we starting to have conferences dedicated to RSS feed syndication? Now, that's interesting. And, what is the biggest application you've seen at the show thus far? Well. For the RSS feed? Um, online communities, consumer, um, like MSN Spaces, for example, or or different blogging applications where where people can share information and, and um, tag content. Um, do some content tagging, you know, create a, a folksonomy of, of you know, content uh, hierarchy and things like that. So it's really, you know, it's really in its in its developmental stage. Infancy, literally, it's infancy. Right. What, what, what we're doing here with that's what I'm saying. We, you guys, been, yeah. has been using RSS since oh for years now, like 2000. Right. So well, we, you guys are we, always the market leaders. We were an early adopter of RSS, and, and um, you know, other news wires have just come out with it, you know, in the last couple months, and, and on the media side, you know, they maybe had it for a year or so, but but um, but we've had it for years, and and um, we've just updated ours, and to include, you know, we, we have the 220 that we've always had, but now we've added 15,000. Um, wow. Over 15,000 feeds. And those those are growing daily as as our users log in and and group and make those those feeds out of base and base those feeds off of their press release content. Now and let then, me. I'm sorry. Ahead. No, what I was going to say was maybe you could walk us through a case study because I know that you've just launched two different features. So maybe you can um, or grown one and then launch something a little bit new. Maybe we can use PR Web as some case studies for people to better understand the application of RSS. But well, here's here's. Here's a real quick, quick and dirty application or, or a sample, and I think I included it in the press release when we announced the that we moved from 15 to 15,000 RSS feeds. We had press releases that Southwest Airlines has submitted to us, you know, and they continue to submit press releases to us. And so you can get those one at a time, you know, by subscribing to our email or coming to our site or doing a search on our site, and that's that's great. It's a great way to get the content. Or you can subscribe to the Southwest Airlines RSS feed and put it on your on in your newsreader or put it in your 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 cell phone. And then every time Southwest Airlines puts out a new press release, you can see 
you can see the headline and the summary of the press release pop up in your in that device. So if we're talking about the cell phone, you see the headline and the summary in that device. And in addition to that, you know, if you're, it becomes very valuable if you're a travel agent or in the travel industry and, and you want to know, hey, Southwest open up new routes or they have new fares. And so it's a very useful tool to get content to those kind of people in a manner that's most convenient and most timely for them. That's it. It's basically instant. Once that press release goes live, it's in the feed and out. Right. That's there's phenomenal. no there's no distribution time between the, the approval and the and the release onto the feed. It's just, it's something that's automatic. I mean, I would think just from like a like a PR perspective, even the um, you know people that are analysts, mm-hmm. you know, and and from a from a, an investment standpoint, right. that would be huge just to see how the market's moving, what's happening in the industry, mm-hmm. does it impact you? And, and have you used have you used um. Google Google News Alerts for anything, Brandy? No. Okay. Well, they're pretty handy, and and like for example, I'm tracking um, RSS, and so I put RSS in Google News, and it creates a query for me, and then I can say send me alerts on this on this topic, and so every time something new comes into Google News, then I get an email saying here's a link to a story about. RSS and Google News, it clicks, I click, it takes me over to the article. RSS Which, allows you to do something different, allows you to construct a query built around RSS, stick it in your newsreader, which could be, like I said, on your cell phone, mm-hmm. and then every time something new hits Google News with RSS, then I have it there automatically, and I don't have to retrieve it out of my, out of my email box. Or I don't have to be stuck, you know... Well, you, my, get a, you, you can get it delivered in whatever format's easiest for you. And I don't have to be stuck with a single a single platform. Whatever Which whatever is, time, place, whatever flavor. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. I mean, SE Guru is very um, hip to all of this. As a matter of fact, we've deployed, as you know, podcasting. We've yet to put out that awesome press release yet. We've sort of soft-launched it. And it's amazing. People want things, and we've become very much a culture of wanting things immediately and in the way that we want it delivered. And I think that this is a phenomenal new boom, right. a phenomenal new boom, and, you know, used for so many so many different applications, which is phenomenal. Right. Like well, yesterday, for example, we just, we just launched um, and announced our support for uh, media RSS, or MRSS as, as it's being called. And that's a new format that uh, Yahoo proposed back in December. And got a working group of about, I think, 250 people, you know, 250 people through different companies to come together and put together a, a standard. And they released uh, version 1.0 yesterday of the of the standard, which allows people who submit, who syndicate content through RSS feeds to be able to include video, audio, images, basically any kind of multimedia content within that RSS feed. And um, so that allows for our users, and we were we were the first wire service to adopt the MRSS format, and um, wow. we, went, we went live with 3,700 feeds yesterday. That's um, phenomenal. So, so what it allows our users to do is attach video, audio clips, images, and when they attach those those multimedia files to the RSS feeds, search engines then can tag those images and associate them with the content of that syndicated press release. Now, let me you know, ask otherwise, you an... an image is not, not necessarily keyword searchable other than on the image name. 
And but but by having it associated with that press release, then any any key phrase in that press release becomes basically a tag for that image. Which is phenomenal. Now let me ask you a question. So for people that are putting out press releases, aside from being ranked in the search engines, um, do you think that this will help people in placement? Let's say, or if they had a video, let's say I let's say I put out a press release that we're podcasting now, and we had some video of you know, one of our radio shows live and showing how we're doing it in podcast format, that if we attach this video clip and, you know, sent it out, that maybe some of the media outlets would now include us in some of their coverage a little bit more strongly? That that is a very good possibility, but more importantly, you get the user base out there in the the community blogs like MSN Spaces, they have over 10 million million users that pull MS uh, RSS feeds on a daily basis, and and Yahoo's going to have the same thing. And so if they're pulling down and viewing that video, then that has just as much value, <clears throat> just as much value to you as, as a major media picking it up and running with it. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're redefining our PR web platform, pulling it away from, you know, pulling the importance away from search alone. And we've created this thing, this umbrella, search is under the umbrella of something bigger that we're referring to as our online visibility engine. We're not limiting our our distribution to to um, search engines. We want to get our content, which is our users' press releases, out to as many different points on the web as possible. Absolutely. And so RSS is one of these things. Um, you know, iCaster, which we'll be announcing in a few weeks, is another is another portion of that. And, and then and the search engine visibility is another portion of that. And so this whole umbrella of online visibility helps to drive traffic to like I said, to your video, your audio, your audio to your images, and to your press release content. It also creates the uh, the importance just just as in traditional PR, where you want to be seen in a variety of different uh, segments and uh, of the marketplace via ideally newspaper, you know, interviews and in, that end up in print or magazine interviews and end up in print or radio and TV interviews. Those are those are all great things. Having publicity with regards to um, some some local. Charity event. All those things are, are are positive things that people should remember. But from an online standpoint, now there's a whole lot of other uh, audiences that want their news in different ways, and, and you need to be able to deliver it. And we want to be a platform for providing that opportunity. For, for years now, I've been touting the the one of the strengths of PR Web, the PR Web press release platform, is that it creates a media bypass. You know, if you, if your press release doesn't get picked up by by mainstream media outlets, so what? It's still out there tens of millions of people to look at and to respond to. And, um, and for a couple of years, I've been promoting that and, and, you know, using the term media bypass. And then MSN, folks from MSN got up today to give their keynote. And, and right on one of the slides was, you know, bypass media editorial, you know, and as one of the one of the main benefits to doing RSS indication. So I think the, the rest of the world is catching on. But it's a very important part of what we do, you know, you know, if, if your local radio radio station doesn't get it, it doesn't pick up your story. So what? It's still out there for tens of millions of people to to latch onto. And that's and that's well, the power of the online community when it comes to public relations, and in particularly, obviously, we come from a press release angle as far as what we we do. But it's so much more than press releases now. When you look at these different uh, channels of distribution, and again, you know, it's a platform that allows people to to be who they are. In, in a variety of different environments now. 
Well, and I think, too, with everyone doing business on the Internet, traditional media you know, is great to have, and it's nice to have in your news section that you got picked up by X, Y, and Z outlets that are you know, sort of like a, 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 you know, a merit badge of honor, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like with the RSS, it allows you to be a lot more focused in the content that you're delivering, and like you said, not only drive more traffic, if that's what you're looking for, but drive more targeted traffic. Right. You know, so it'd be great, like, if I did my, let's say, press release launch and I'm picked up um, by a local newspaper here for my podcast launch, you know, that's a nice thing because I live in the community here and that makes me feel good as a person. But as far as driving listeners or advertisers, it's probably not as applicable as if I've got people picking up, um, you know, an RSS feed who are specifically interested in podcasting. And, and that could be all around the globe. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, we're, we're global-based. Speaking about being global-based, I think we need to pay a little homage to our advertisers at this point. Sounds good. Let's, give, so, let's take a quick break, and we'll meet back here in the middle. Yeah, right from the East Coast. Let's take a commercial break, and we'll be right back with Cover Story. WebmasterRadio.fm Inspirations and answers all the time. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com Making sure your mother is always proud Over 4,000 clients around the world Are utilizing effective content-based solutions From InfoSearch Media With the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters To work for you Studies show that the number one factor Visitors consider before making a purchase online Is trust And nothing creates more trust And loyalty Than well-written, informative content High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? That's the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts, mm. plus their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow, thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. Need a change of pace? Well, you're at it. WebmasterRadio.fm. Your home for B2B. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story, and I am joined by my two awesome hosts, David McGinnis, president of PR Web, and Mick Jolly, uh, director of PR Web. Welcome back, you guys. Hey, thank you, Brandy. So just to catch everyone up who maybe is jumping in a little late, you guys are up in New York at the Syndicate Conference that's uh, sponsored by IDG. And it's all about RSS. And you guys this week just announced that you've added 15,000 RSS feeds to your lineup and 3,700 media RSS feeds. That's MRSS. That's what I was wrong. I was trying to go for my MRS degree. Ah, 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think you already got that with Darren, right? I did. When I was in college, I had to wait a little while to get my MRS degree. <laughs> anyway, so what's, what do you guys see happening in New York? What are some of the hottest trends? Well, I think one of the, uh, the, the trends here with the RSS is, is just the mere fact it's, it's the future of communication. Is it, is it the final product? Who knows? I mean, it, we've seen some transitions, and Media RSS, as uh, Dave expressed, being, being really, uh, you know, backed by Yahoo as a, as a future initiative uh, or an initiative that, that they're uh, wanting to see built up more in the future. Those that are early adopters are going to be basically positioned to take advantage of whatever the, the next level is in the RSS distribution. So, you know, it's really but, the... But the applications are, are really wide open, and, um, you know... You have the traditional debates, you know, does advertising belong in RSS or or does it stay out? You know, I'm not a I'm not a big proponent of advertising currently in RSS feeds. I think I think it should probably stay out. You know, if you talk to Yahoo, they think you know of advertising as content and and, and um, that content is valuable to the user. You know, okay. Well, I don't, have that, what I don't you... have that same view, but um, well, explain I, to us what do you deem as advertising? Selling, selling like AdWords or AdSense, for example, into the RSS feed. So they would take they would take an RSS feed, repurpose it, and when they repurpose it, every fifth item in the RSS feed would be, you know, not a syndicated piece of content, but rather a AdSense or, or you know, another kind of different kind of ad. Maybe if you're tracking an RSS feed on, uh, on on a theme like fashion, and all of a sudden you might have different clothing ads pop in or something that effect is just as you when you do a search for a particular theme right now on many of the sites then of course you get ads that are uh, related to that topic so and only in this case it'd be inserted right into your RSS feed wow wow so, you know I, I think from uh, sometimes I, I just can't help myself and I think from the developer side of things you know and and because um, I do wear a couple different hats and so I think of you know the problematic the problems that that would cause, you know, a developer to be able to distinguish between, you know, RSS and, and um, you know, the RSS content and the RSS advertising. And, and mm-hmm. you know, does that mean in the future we're going to have to deal with email spam filters and RSS spam filters? Right. You know, questions, <laughs> questions like that. But, um, but the industry, you know, basically it's wide open right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said, it can be used to deliver tracking information on, on packages that you you're shipping out or that you're having shipped to you, um, it could be you know because it's it's a, it's a medium that can be authenticated, so you can you know have very you know personal and private information delivered to you, you know in any format and in any on any device that you want it delivered on. Which is which is phenomenal, and it's interesting because you know usually when when new technologies are developed and there is no like set standards, people do want to be able to take advantage of it while the while the you know, the planes are wide open and, and monetize it as much that, yeah. as possible. So I can appreciate that and everything will kind of grow and develop as it goes, although sometimes you don't want to start um, bad habits at the beginning. So I definitely appreciate your view on no advertising. You know, as long as it's not, I'm all about, or we, I should say we at webmasterradio.fm are all about um, the user and user experience. You know, you know so Brand- we tr- Brandy, I like, uh, I mean, advertising has served me well in my life. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've always... You know, when people early on, like in 1995, were complaining about spam, I found I found out 
some pretty cool stuff from Sam in the early years, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, new internet technologies and things that companies were coming up with. And, and for me, that was useful. But then, then you go to the, from the useful advertising to the spam, and then it becomes interruptive, it becomes uh, burdensome. And now, you know, we get ads that, you know, are not useful to me anymore. And so, you know, I'm not an anti-advertising kind of guy. I just, I, I don't want, you know, I have enough e-sorting to do in my daily life as it is. And I don't need RSS to be another, another place where I have to, to sort through the e-clutter to find what I want. No, I mean, I, I, but I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I, I'm agreeing with you. I think there's ways. I think that people in general obviously want to monetize things as much as they can. And when you have a new technology, that's, or maybe it's obviously not a new technology, but something that's becoming very accepted and being embraced, people always want to see how they can monetize it the best, especially when there's no set rules. Right. right. And, and, um, and, 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 it's, and it's actually, I think, kind of a shame that, that the first way that people, the first thing, how do you, how do you monetize this? Mm-hmm. Is let's bolt on advertising. You know, let's, let's, we can bolt on the good old advertising mechanism machine to this thing. When there are, there are so, other, so many other ways that you can look at monetizing um, a new technology, you know, enhancing it, providing, you know, different devices and different ways to use that technology and to receive and, and store that technology. Like, um, was it a feed burner yesterday that was acquired by NewsGator? Okay. Uh, yeah. Feed burner, feed, burner, feed burner was a... Was a um, was an offline news reader that you could you could download onto your PC or onto your Macintosh, no, not onto your PC because it's a PC based deal. Um, any news feed that you wanted, just keep tracking those news feeds in your news reader. And NewsGator was an online source, um, but an online aggregator of, of news content or these syndicated RSS feeds. And so what NewsGator and and FeedBurner have done is they've combined, and now you're going to be able to look at those feeds at home through your web browser to go back into work and look at those same feeds on FeedBurner, for example. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to have the duplicated... The stuff you read at home is not necessarily going to be showing up in the feeds that you're looking at at work because, you know, you've already seen those. And wow. So, you know, you don't want to go back to an inbox of content that you've already you've already sorted through. No, it hardly. Gives you, it gives you... Um, you know, while it's not a replacement for email, it has a potential. It has a potential to be a replacement for email in applications such as customer relationship management. You know, where you need to you tie into you tie into a company that's providing you support, and then they update your feed, and so it's just coming right in your feed, and you have a feed of your support your support tickets or your or your relationship with that company. Or any updates or changes that are, that are being made to your uh, enterprise system, whatever it is. So there are so many there are so many other ways to monetize a new technology that it's, it's almost a shame that people just rush right out and bolt on and or strap on the, the old advertising machine. Right, where they can look at the fact, you know, for example, when when you look at you use the UPS example that's going to make them more money because people aren't going to, maybe they can cut off having so many customer service people or the fact that it's a more convenient way for me to check on the status of my package. I don't have to get to a phone. I can do it at my desk. I can do it on my, you know, however it is that I want to, right. you know, well, receive well, that let's information. Just, let's, just say, let's just say you're a company, an enterprise mm-hmm. company, and you have 10,000 employees. Now, instead of sending out 10,000 emails to your employees 
have all of the 10,000 employees subscribe to one RSS feed, a corporate RSS feed, you update a single RSS feed, and now all the employees have the communication. So instead of something that will bog down email technology and email servers for, you know, 10,000 emails going out, which is which takes a while to distribute that kind of volume, Correct. you have an instant delivery just by making one little update to a, to a file. Wow. I, I mean, there's, so many, there's so many applications to it. and, and um, Just a cost savings one right there in terms of the time and resources. But, you know, we're... We're, you know, talking about the PR side of things today. And well, and there is something said for internal PR with your with your employee pool as well as external PR and being able to deliver that message. And, and again, that's 100%. where, you know, what we've now gone gone through and, and copyrighted, if you will, or patented the online visibility engine. That's that's a whole new uh, level of service that we want to deliver, and, and, and we believe that the industry as a whole is going to have to move that way if they want to keep up. Hey, Brandy, here's another exciting thing about P- about the, the, the RSS syndication, okay? Okay. If you put out a press release and you say, man, that was so off the mark, and you have, like, you know, remorse that, you know, maybe you got the headline wrong or whatever. Okay. You can pull it down. You, you call PR Web. We'll put it on editorial hold while you fix it. And as soon as you do that, as soon as it goes on editorial hold, bang, it disappears from everybody's newsreaders. Wow. So it's not like it's wow. not like reaching into their inbox and trying to delete a message that's already gone out. Wow. And that's, that's a real time huge. opportunity to make corrections. So, you know, you can't you can't the only way to correct an email message is to send another email message saying we goofed up. Right, and, which is right. which is not the most I mean it, it's it, that's a responsible thing to do. It's not always elegant though. No, people it's do, not. People do make mistakes. You know, the PR department is excited to get a press release out, they put it out and and they forgot to get approval from that fifth person. Or the CEO's name spelled wrong. Right. Right. Or or even just the fact that news changes constantly, so the information they put out today may not be applicable tomorrow, right. and they want to update that without being able, you know, with, without having egg on their face from the previous day, week, or month. Right. So that's, so that's This is huge. a very important element, you know, to, to um, the, the fact that it is a dynamic medium. One right. of the other things that's kind of uh, fascinating with RSS is because the information can be disseminated so quickly. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a press release or a campaign or such, there's an opportunity for that information to go out to literally thousands and thousands of uh, individuals. And likewise, there's an opportunity then for uh, them to create some kind of feedback that you can you can monitor and get a pulse on on how you're doing. You're as opposed to traditional methods of hoping something gets through a journalist which, you know, we don't want to under, undersell the value of, of traditional journalism at all. But, no, uh, no. You, know, you're, you know, you don't really know how well-received your message is through those traditional avenues now with, of course, the online visibility engine side of things, particularly using tools like RSS. Uh, you can get a much more instant feedback and find out, wait a minute, maybe this is not exactly what my market is looking for, and be able to make corrections on the fly, if you will, and, that's, and tailor your message to, to be more timely or more appropriate. And well, and it works seems with a reputation that, management tool that way. Well, and it seems, too, that you have the ability to, you know, maybe craft different messages to different audiences. Yeah, absolutely, because they're going to be looking at different, different, uh, you know, types of feeds that interest them, and you'll we, be able to tailor. We have, we have a user, um, and what he's, he's using our platform, our RSS platform, to optimize, he's, basically building this business around optimizing 
press releases for RSS feeds so that they, because RSS feeds are searchable just like any other, you know, contextual medium, right? Okay. So he's optimizing press releases so that the headline fits within the newsreader and that, you know, what people see is, is valuable to them. And, and um, so it's, it's, it's really going to reshape, you know, it's already reshaped a lot of what we do. And, but I believe, you know, it's going to reshape the future of like, for example, Webmaster World, you know, where it's going to start to shift the focus off of just search mm-hmm. and bring it into these other, these other online, uh, online mediums. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And seeing that there's, I mean, there's so many applications for it and it doesn't sound like it's too costly to employ. And if people are using, like, let's say, like a PR web service, it's no additional, you know, quote unquote, it's not a huge cost. Mm-hmm. to be able to, to work with you guys, but to get maximum benefit from it, which is, you know, what everyone's looking for. Right. Um, yeah. And, and by the way, you know, cost-wise, you know, we're not charging. It's not upsell for, for PR web users to get into the system. So it's just something that's, that's there for everybody who's qualified to be in an RSS feed. So wow. We, we, okay. did, we did not add the feature in order to jack, up a, price price jack up a price. It's just, it's something we had, and so we tweaked it. And, that, and so, that's, a, that's a PR move on our part, right? We want to add value to the experience that our that our clients and customers and user base, you know, have with us. We want it to be a positive experience. And the best way to have a positive experience is is to get the word out and syndicated, literally, into as many uh, places as as we can, so that viewers can receive the information when, where, and how they they do want it. I mean, I really have to say, you guys have done a tremendous job at staying ahead of the technology curve and always delivering that to to your clients or users, as you call them, which is tremendous. And the fact that you can now um, deliver a press release not only through, quote-unquote, the traditional you know, way, but also through RSS at no additional cost. Oh, my goodness. I mean, anyone that's not out there, anyone who's not using PR Web, this is me saying it, not PR Web, um, you guys need to do this because there's no downside to this and really be able to get in there, start playing with it, start tailoring different press releases to specific audiences. I mean, and, and I think we're going to look toward you guys truly as being some of our, our professionals in regard to, you know, RSS in general and making sure that our listeners understand best what RSS is, what, the, you know, the most current technology is, the best ways to employ it, you know, going forward because you, you really have gotten in the trenches and, and picked up this new technology and run with it we for the benefit of a, your users. So can I announce our blog? <laughs> you can. <laughs> we have a blog around RSS. It's called uh, blog.rsspad.com. Okay. So blog.rsspad.com. And, um, you know, we just started that blog about a week ago. So, it doesn't, you know, it's got couple dozen entries in it, but um, but it should be, you know, as time goes on and we keep adding resources and, and you know, we're keeping it open and friendly, and so, you know, you'll see opinion interjected with with uh, other third-party content as we as we get their content, we'll, we might, you know, we'll do our opinion on that stuff. But. Integrate it here and there? Yeah. So anyway, wow, we, so it's sort of like your, it's like your center for RSS information. Well, you know, we 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 did RSS the RSS pad blog as a as an area for our users to, to so that they could better understand the technology and and um, our reasons for moving in this direction and get a feel for how it's how it's uh, 
working in the community on a, on a day-to-day basis. Well, and you know what? The most important thing is to have educated consumers. Mm-hmm. So the better you educate the consumers, the better they're going to work within the system you provide them. Right. So good for you for doing that. So listen, children, let's go take another break. And let's come back because, my goodness, another hour is quickly coming to an end. Sounds good. We'll take that break and uh, we'll visit for the close. Boxer shorts or blazer, come dressed as you are at webmasterradio.fm. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. GenieKnows has results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com. You'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. WebmasterRadio.fm Keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey everyone, we are back. You know, we should to- we should have recordings of our breaks. We, we have the best breaks, and I've got two of the best co-hosts with me. So, today's topic is RSS feeds, and uh, spearheading our conversation today is David McGinnis and Mick Jolly, both of PR Web, mm-hmm. and uh, they're up in New York, and announced that they have, I mean, my goodness, you guys are announcing a lot of really amazing stuff. Well, there's more coming, Brandy, more coming. Yeah, and you're yeah. going to be at the Webmaster World Conference. We'll be at Webmaster World in June. And and right up against Webmaster World is Gnome Dex. And Gnome Dex is uh Chris Perillo. Um well he's he's one of the people behind Gnome Dex and it's in um Seattle. Seattle this year and it's just, I think right after Webmaster World and that's a big RSS, you know, and technology event there. So people that are interested in learning more should should go to uh Gnomedex, G N O M E D E X dot com. Cool. And, um, we'll keep these events posted on our RSS pad blog. Cool. That's great to know. That's great to know. And right. one of my favorite things that I enjoy about Chris Perillo is he's got that little program, Rent My Chest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I always want to rent his chest and go. then have him like streak through a conference that we're attending. Yeah, he's got that um, Gnome Dex event. And it's, 
It's pretty popular. I think this is Gnome Dex 5, so. It is 5.0. <laughs> so yeah, he's got, you know. Pretty popular event, and, and, and there's, there's a big event around RSS and, and online technology and stuff. So we'll, we'll have, we'll be there. I don't know, you know, what level we'll be participating at, but we'll be there. We'll be at Webmaster World, and then who Thanks. knows where we go from there. Yeah, a few other events along the way. Fabulous, fabulous. And you guys, are, are you going to, I also thought I heard that you were going to be at a book conference, the BEA? Oh, we will, yeah. We'll yeah, we'll be at uh, Book Expo <laughs> America, first part of June. And, uh, you know, there's an opportunity for us to work with a lot of our users. A lot of our um, users over time have been authors and publishers, and that's a, that's a fantastic audience to work with. And, you know, they're dealing with print media, but they understand the value of, of uh, well, we're gonna be being back news at, out. We're going to be back out here in a week and a half. You are? Or crud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, these roadshows just get to you after a while. You know, these, these, these they're a necessary evil, Brandy, a necessary evil. No, <laughs> but you know, that's how we meet meet great people. You know, and and it's one of the important parts of uh, of, of the networking. And that's, you know, that's how I first met you. That was a Search and Strategies conference, right? And um, so that's if it wasn't for the shows, there's a lot of a lot of business that wouldn't get done in between the shows. So, well, you know, it's nice. It's nice to go to the shows. And be able to put a face to the name. Absolutely. You know, or a face to the voice. And at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And as much as we get work done, you know, behind that field curtain we call the Internet, you know, really having, have being in someone's line of sight sort of, you know, certain yeah. times facilitates things to move a lot more quickly. And that, so what and do you guys... important. Oh, it's tremendously important, I think. You know, it also puts someone on like a nice um, notice because when you actually know someone, and you see their face, it makes you a little bit more responsible for your actions, perhaps. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, so what are you guys going back to New York for? It is, it is at Book Expo. Book, Book Expo, Expo America. Mm-hmm. And that, that has goodness. like 35,000 attendees. It's a huge deal. Wow. So they see everyone's got a book in them. Yeah, it's, it's the place to be in, in traditional publishing in America. That's, that's the premier event. Okay. So any of you uh, flowering book authors out there, definitely check your calendars and see if you perhaps would like to attend. And you guys will be exhibiting or will you be attending? We will be exhibiting. <clears throat> by, wow. by the way, since, since we're talking about book promotion and stuff, I, I just really want to you know, give, a, give a plug to uh, Call to Action by Brian and Jeffrey Eisenberg. Oh, yes. <laughs> what, a, what a great book. And we had a chance to go down and sit with them and, and just chat with them for a couple hours and just great, a great time and you know, got a copy a signed copy of their book and you know just great stuff in there and and um a lot of it makes really good sense so you know you know you could use publicity and promotion to drive traffic to your to your website but but if you if you get them there and you don't know what to do with them after that then you're in trouble so, yeah, so go out and 13 14 bucks on amazon.com and pick up your copy of call to action and, and right now i'll tell you it is 14 bucks but uh soon soon when this first round is gone the the uh, distributors like Amazon thing, they're going to be marking at uh, right around 24 25 bucks. So now it's time to buy. And I tell you what, this is the part that I really like is that meeting those two gentlemen, and they're, they're outstanding individuals, not just outstanding in their, in their field, per se, but just as people, just what a couple of classy individuals. And, um, you know, and I say classy, not in a, not in a uh, you know, upper crust sense as much as just that they're, they're down to earth, they care, they're honest, and, 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 and sharing. And there's real value in that kind of relationship. Tremendous. So. Wow, you took the words right out of my mouth. I have to say they've done an amazing, amazing job. 
if they've they've already hit the book list for Amazon, which is phenomenal, um, their information is invaluable. They are known as um, the experts on ROI and conversions. Their book is super easy to read. Um, I mean, they have all sorts of case studies on on a myriad of different topics. So there's something that everyone can identify with, which I think is so important. To read it. There you go. That's it. They don't don't have a section in there that's much over five pages if they do. I mean, they keep it at a a level where anybody can can learn from it. That's that's a real trick, you know. That takes effort on their part. Anyway, I'm I'm just sitting here staring at the book, and since we talked about book promotion, I thought I'd give them a plug. No, absolutely. You know, they're also... um, They do a radio show with you, too. They do. And they were, like, one of my biggest coups because I have so much respect. I've now gotten to know Jeffrey, and I think he's wonderful. Um, prior to then, I never met Jeffrey, and I just had so much respect for Brian. And my biggest thing was I needed Brian to do a radio show. And Darren said, oh, my God, they're so busy. They'll never have find met, time. Have you met Jeffrey? Yes. Yeah. They're just um, they're almost carbon copies of each other. Mm, yes and no. Yes they're, and they're no. A little different, but they, the they, personality is a little bit different, but, you know. But they're real close. They are real close. You can tell they're related. Let me tell you. Oh, it's adorable listening to them banter back and forth with each other. You feel like you've been invited into, like, you know, like you're eavesdropping on some private event. They, they really, they've got, they've got a great rapport with each other. And like you said, they're upstanding. You know, they've got tons of integrity. As a matter of fact, I, I was talking to Brian about the both of you just last week. Good people, you know, water seeks its own level, and good people meet good people, and that's the most important point. And I think it's awesome that they've, you know, really took time and care to write a book that's going to make such a positive benefit to a lot of people. So, and we've been giving away the book on Webmaster Radio. And so, so do, um, you know, do, um, do good stuff and you get free publicity. And we Absolutely. just spent 10 minutes talking about these guys. And, and, uh, <laughs> but that's what it's all about, right? What, what's, good, what's good for everyone else is ultimately good for you if you're involved in that loop. You know what, we're, I'm a very firm believer of what you give out is what you get back. And if you can do something to help someone else, why not? Because A, it makes you feel better. And if you feel better as a person and as an individual, um, that's going to give you a lot more power and strength just to, to take on the day as it were. Very good. Very true. Well, Brandy, I think we pushed the, uh, the hour envelope here. We have. I tell you what, indeed. I think we could talk on these themes for another hour, but uh, we're at that point. No, we are. All right, so I guess you guys are going to see Wicked again this evening. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're <laughs> joking about that. Whatever that we saw that uh, last time we were here, and that was a, that was an outstanding event. As well. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we enjoyed well, it. You know, listen. I think oh. I'm going to get some Wicked sleep tonight. I'm tired. Yeah. Well, you know what? You deserve it. I know you guys work really hard. Thank you so much for bringing us all this awesome information. Mick and I have been having a great time with the radio show, but it's good to have you back, David. That it is. I'll, I'll second that, Brandy. Yay. So listen, you guys, we will, uh, we will see everyone next week on Cover Story. Great. Thanks, Brandy. Take care. Thanks, guys. Peace out.